Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to Eve Sports Radio. Yes, it is. February the 13th, 2024. Tuesday in the Louisville area. If you did not know it, I went outside. I did not have a drop of rain on my driveway. So all those snow stories and warnings that we got during the Super Bowl, and one reason why my ladies' game got canceled in Michigan was because the weather was supposed to be so bad, and I didn't get a drop of rain. So that's what we get for believing. Just listen to Eve Sports Radio. You won't have to worry about all the meteorologists telling us the wrong things. Just listen to me, and I'll let you know. Beautiful day outside, not a drop of rain, and it was a beautiful sky. So don't believe them. Turn off HAS, turn off 32, uh, WDRB, 41, turn them all off. Just turn on Eve Sports Radio when you want to get your weather report. Welcome back to the show. Yep, I'm a little hoarse. Going through a little bad weather. Feel fine, but my throat is crazy. So bear with me is all that I can say. Today, my little co-host again is my youngest son. Anthony Eves will be sitting in with me today. Uh, Four-year scholarship athlete, a college degree from Cumberland in Kentucky. Went to Chicago State, his first stop, Division One. Played at, of course, Ballard U. Everyone knows Ballard U, without a doubt. Big Bruin Nation in high school district play is starting. So let's make sure we support our high school sports. You know that. But, Matt, bring on my youngest son, Anthony, to the show. Ant, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, Bob? I can't complain, Ant. Same old, same old. Just time to get to work. A lot to do today, Anthony. we got a lot to get to. But, you know, I just want to make sure that everyone understands. Because I push Georgia and I, George Williams. We push high school sports. He was a Central High School Yellow Jacket. I was a Ballard Bruin. Grew up watching Seneca High School in their great heyday, the West Unsell, Mike Red, Kerry Eves, Roy Simpson heyday. Um, I'm a big high school sports guy. So um, when I started to speak with you about coming on, I want you to cover a lot of these high school sporting events. Because I'm just getting old, Anthony, and I can't get to all the games. I have a hard time getting to all the Louisville and Kentucky games, as many as I can. So, Tell me, what transpired last night? Was there a big game between St. Xavier and Mail? Did they play last night? Um, St. X and Mail did play last night. Um, okay. So I actually have some of the lineups from last night because I'm getting fam- pretty new familiar with a lot of high school players. I've kind of been out of the high school basketball scene myself for a while, especially just being gone with you know just different jobs and works lately. Um, but last night I did see – that St. X and Mail played, which was the big game of the night last night. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I got those updates actually from Jason Franks. Yes. Who been on my show numerous game. times, Anthony. Jason's been on numerous oh, times. Yeah. I'll make sure you meet him. Yep, good guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the score last night was St. X 80, Mail 77. Um, so the number seven ranked Tigers improved to 23-3 and three and clinched the number one seed in the 26th district tournament. So yesterday was the first day of districts beginning. And that was the big game of the night. Now, okay. just going through some a few of the small little things, just um, I know that 
At one point, St. X did have over a 15-point lead. Very similar boat to what I was in when we played in districts. We played Cal first game, funny or not, and we were actually down double digits at halftime. Um, so I tell all high school athletes and people that are high school fans, crazy things happen in districts and regionals. They um, do. <laughs> Tournament yeah, play, baby. It does. It changes. You you could play a team that might be one of the worst teams in the state, but when districts and regionals come around, they will turn into all-stars. So do not be surprised if you see upsets coming in districts yes. and regionals going down the next couple of weeks. No, we've got to get out. Now, of course, I'm going to have you out at those games. Uh, people, I'll make sure that people get to know who you are because, yes, district play, tournament play, it's nothing like it. It's win or go home in that first round of the district. That's why it's so difficult. You must win. Second game, you maybe you can get to the region. But that first game, there's pressure, and people raise their level of play. So great job, Ant. We will have you out watching that, of course, and uh, keeping up with the high school sports in the area all the way through the state tournament, which you did get a chance to play in. So we'll have to wait and see. You played in the state tournament in North Carolina your junior year, and you played in the state tournament your senior year at Ballard, Big Blue Nation, at Bruin Nation. So you'll have a chance to tell us about Two different experiences. Now, and we've got to get to all the business at hand. There's so much going on. Of course, we had a great football game. This, I mean, Super Bowl was fantastic. Um, I could not leave my chair. I didn't want to go get wings. I mean, the commercials weren't even long enough. I didn't even watch the commercials because that's the only time you could leave the game. Most of the time during Super Bowls, you can get up and wander around, come back. Nope. I watched every solitary play of the Super Bowl. I did not miss one play. But what did you think, Ant, before we get into it? Travis Kelsey, uh, your opinion. What did you think, before I give you the truth, what did you think of Travis Kelsey bumping Andy Reid? In my opinion, I, I do believe Travis Kelsey is one of the best titans in football in all time. Mm -hmm. But the Travis Kelsey bumping in this is still unacceptable, in my opinion. Um, I know a lot of other players talked about it as well, the altercation that he had with Andy Reid on the sideline. Um, if you didn't watch the game, the reason why he bumped Andy Reid was because possession that he was subbed out of the game, Noah Gray, the backup tight end, was in, and they actually fumbled on that possession and turned the ball over, which they did mm -hmm. twice in the first half. And he's, you see him come up and he's screaming and bumping Andy Reid and almost knocks him over damn near. Um, and I just know A.J. Brown and even Antonio Brown, the former Steelers star wide receiver, they both talked about saying that pretty much if they had been in those shoes or anybody else, maybe of a less caliber of player, be suspended, if not fined, or even, you know, kicked out of the league indefinitely, like a lot of players mm -hmm. have been in recent recent years for smaller, much smaller incidents, even maybe a little altercation in the locker room with another player, but never bumping a coach in the Super Bowl. That's a little extreme in my opinion. Well, Eddie, I agree with you completely. Let me explain to people why. Yes, Antonio Brown. We all know Antonio and all his antics. He said he wants some money back. Oh, I agree with him. <laughs> Without a doubt. Mm -mm, no, 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 no. Unacceptable is unacceptable all the time. And here's what people don't understand. Stephen A. Smith. I know Stephen A. I don't agree with all of his things, nor do I anyone. But he did last year talk about African-American players in the NFL with bad behavior. Okay, um, hitting women, driving cars too fast, altercation with guns, all of the above. I agree with him 100 percent. 
It's a fact. Sometimes when statistics say that a lot of the altercations were African-American based, that's a fact, which I agree. Mm -hmm. But this situation, uh, he and Shannon Sharp yesterday, uh, bad look, bad look my butt. Super Bowl, everybody's watching. Let me explain to people why. I've been doing this professional sports business my entire life, from a pro player leaving University of Louisville to I worked three years at an insurance company. I worked three years at a car dealership, but that was more fun than playing. I like cars. I like selling cars. I told people that I love cars. So that wasn't working for me. But I was going to attempt to get my own dealership until I got into coaching, which I loved more than selling cars. The only thing I, I love selling cars, but I love coaching more. And I got into coaching. That I've had altercations throughout my career that I had to deal with. And I had altercation this year to where something at uh, one of my women's teams escalated to where um, a young lady bumped coach. Okay. Just in the in a moment, just I, I was excited. But uh, in practice, in front of no one, I suspended that young lady for the season, period. Point blank. My girls' team is the number one team in their region. They went to the national championships last year. They came in third. They have the same opportunity again this year. It doesn't make any difference. You must let people know because there's consequences everywhere other than to sports. And Stephen A. said, it's the Super Bowl makes no difference. The minute they go into the working world, I don't care what day it is, Valentine's Day, Christmas Day, Easter, bad behavior is going to be rewarded with a punishment, period. Always with a punishment. And when you watch on television that bad behavior, next thing you know, they're, uh, they have microphones on their mouths and they're talking about, yeah, I was a little excitable and, oh, it was a love tap. That's a lie. That's all there is to it. It's a double standard. That's a fact of life. It is. And we just got to see it. And here's the reason why if I was and I'll never say it because everybody's got to be big boys. If I was the 49ers, without Jason Kelsey's nine catches in the second half, Kansas City doesn't win where they're not supposed to win. There has to be a punishment. Let me explain to people. Draymond Green throws his leg up and bumps LeBron James. He didn't hurt LeBron James' manhood. Everybody understands what I'm saying with the little kick. We ever, we all know where he bumped him, but LeBron James wasn't carried off the floor. LeBron James played the rest of the game. LeBron James played the next game. What happens to Draymond Green? He gets suspended. You got me? Oh, Draymond's behavior is bad. Uh, just go research Travis Kelsey, please. That's what I want everybody to do, uh, which uh, Stephen A. happily left off because uh, National Football League and ESPN and Disney, they tied a little too close together. But the bottom line is, they don't win without Travis Kelsey. And Travis is supposed to be suspended. So, everybody's sitting here, where's the commissioner? Yeah, nowhere to be found. That's why Antonio Brown said he's filing a grievance, wants some money back. Hmm. All you can do is say, hmm. So, I want to read to you from the story yesterday. Partnership between Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey will continue for 12th season. Isn't that funny? I ain't even talking about the incident. It wasn't the first confrontation between the two and probably won't be the last, given their plans to return to the Chiefs next season. This one was quite vivid, with Reed almost getting knocked off his feet. He said afterward, 
he appreciated the veterans tight ends passion. Stop the BS. Guys, I always I'm telling them straight shooter. They didn't put themselves as kids when they started playing football out there. Travis didn't. He liked playing football. I understand that. But once you start making millions of dollars and you're in the NFL and it is a business and they're promoting it. And that's why everybody knows what happened with you and Taylor Swift. I could care less. I'm glad she's at the games. I don't care how many times they showed her. I was watching the game. I told you during the commercials a lot. I was gone. During the breaks in between plays, I was looking at my phone trying to see what people were tweeting about the games. Didn't bother me. But Travis Kelsey, there should be consequences for his behavior. There was none. So yesterday we were talking and people called in and George wasn't saying he was just George was taking the Stephen A approach. It is the Super Bowl. All the more reasons to show young kids that when you act inappropriately, there should be punishment because they're watching. Jerry Eves cannot beat the NFL. I did the right thing at Simmons, but I'm telling you. If the NFL would have suspended him, it would have got the attention of a lot of kids that would have said, hmm, and parents. But when they didn't, just like some of the African-American players that are saying, whoa, now, what is an active player? Like you say, see, I think A.J. Brown with the Eagles, Anthony, isn't that correct? I know Antonio Brown. Yeah, so so A.J. Brown tweeted out a very similar thing right after the game. And he said, if that was was me, I would have been kicked out of the league. If that was a rookie, I want to ask my listeners and you, Anthony, if that was a first year, second year player and that wasn't Travis Kelsey and he came off the field and he ran up on Andy Reid, the best coach out there now, period, point blank, the best coach in this decade, NFL. And did that, do they think that kid would have continued to play? Or do they think Andy Reid would have looked at him and said, love tap? Do y'all believe that? Come on, man. That's what I'm trying to tell you all. This double standards. If I was the Niners, I'd be going crazy because it's bad behavior. Oh, what did they say? Bad look. No, it's bad behavior. And it's not new for Travis Kelsey. Go back to his Cincinnati days, people. But when Draymond acts up, one thing, if you look at the Ravens game, I'm a Raven fan, so I'm going to cry a little bit. If you go back and look at the Ravens game, when they finally, the Ravens slapped Travis Kelsey, They did. Travis came up, bumped the guy, looked at him. The guy hits him in the helmet. The ref throws the flag. Go back in the first quarter and watch. Travis Kelsey pushed three Ravens players getting up off the ground after tackles. Three. No flags were thrown. I'm not saying there should be flags thrown. Football's physical sport. But I want people to know he was antagonistic. Period. Go watch the game. Three. Oh, the first bad behavior never gets caught in the NFL. The second does. So I'm crying a little bit. But if I was a Niner, I'm telling you, Kansas City did not beat them without Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey should have been dealt with. So that's all. I just want people to know. Because not for Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, Andy Reid, for the young people at all these other schools waiting for their coaches to get off high school buses with their parents, beating up their coach. They just saw no consequence. No, George is 100% correct. That doesn't mean that they should copy that behavior. But I'm telling you, we do not. We do not. Now, sports used to be the one venue in America that we tried to get it right. From playing African-Americans, we got that right. Helped knock down 
the race barrier. It did. Sports did do that. It did. But now, huh, here we are. Sports doesn't want to get it right. They want to get it when. The win's more important than get it right. And that's a major, major problem, in my opinion. So, anyway, mm-hmm. it's already 722. We're going to get to break. When we come back, I didn't get to University of Louisville's big win at all. And Kenny Payne talking about the negativity that's going on around his program and what one of the parents, one of the players asking. So after the break, Ant, we're going to come back. We're going to listen to Kenny Payne talking about that, how he's trying to deal with it and get his players to deal with it, and also turn around the University of Louisville basketball program. Esports Radio, we'll talk to you in a minute. Welcome back to Esports Radio, 725, Tuesday. Yes, it is Tuesday. It is the 13th of February, 2024. Just to let you all know, February is a popular month for my family. My oldest daughter's birthday, Leanne Mitchell, is um, the owner of Vision Dance, the largest dance studio in the city of Louisville. Has the most world championships of any studio in the city of Louisville. It's her birthday. I'm not going to tell you her age. And my oldest son, Anthony's older brother, Frankie. It's his birthday, February 13th. So we've got two birthdays in our families today. February was a big month. Mine was the 8th. And I have two siblings that are on the 13th. So big day. Hope everyone has a great day. Be safe out there. People's loved ones are out there. Don't be in a hurry. I want to welcome back my youngest son, Anthony Eves, to the show. And here's the deal. You've got multiple names. Your aunt, Rudy. You got all kind of names, Anthony. I don't know. I don't know how you got so many of them, but that's just kind of what happens in the Eves family. Frankie's Frank Man. I mean, Ashmo. Everybody's got a nickname. So now everybody knows, Anthony. It is what it is. <laughs> That's all. It is what it is. So um, let's start with the Louisville game. What did you think about Kenny's win, Anthony? Uh-oh. Have I lost everyone? Have I lost ev- Hello? Maybe I've lost everybody. Let me go back. Uh, Matt? Matt, do you all hear me? With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I don't. You hear me? Okay, I don't. Is Anthony talking? Yeah, I'm right here. Okay, I didn't hear you. Good, there you go. So, Anthony, what okay. do you think of the University of Louisville game? Um, I think the win, the, I think February alone for KP has been the biggest winning stretch that he's had in his tenure at UofL. The only thing I wish for him, I wish this run 
even if it had been last year and this year, it would have started earlier when they started ACC play. I think that would have been the di- big difference maker alone for the program, alone for him as coaching well, as well for confidence as a player. But honestly, they should be on a 3-0 skid. I think they honestly, when they played at Syracuse, they kind of coughed yes. up that win a little bit, in my opinion. They did. The 92-94 loss, that's a tough one, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. the, one of the highest scoring games of the season, other than the Florida State game, when they put up 101 points. Yes. Um, God, I, that's tough. I think Louisville has shown a lot of bright sides of potential, too. And I think a lot of plays into it to the video that we were going to get into as well. The one that's about a minute and a half of KP talking about the negativity that revolves around UofL's program and a lot of the hate that the players receive. Um, for myself in general, even going from games when you sit there, when you sit next to fans and you hear people just kind of commentate and just kind of make certain things toward players and how they like, no, this guy, this player sucks or he's terrible and things like that. Mm-hmm. You got to understand, even as a player on the court, you might not necessarily hear one guy's comment that's sitting in the 20th row, but you do hear stuff on social media, online, from the press. They get it 24-7. You understand, even as a player, you might not necessarily verbally hear it when you're walking around on campus, but there's a lot of physical signs from people's body emotions, from faces, how people kind of talk to you a little bit differently when you're not winning games. It's a big difference, even from the high school level all the way up to college and professional. These people are intelligent to know when someone doesn't favor them that well. And I think the negativity they get so much, it's been showing a real ugly side of UofL fans, in my opinion, lately. And I don't have anything against UofL fans, but they're very favoritism. They only like players, and they only like teams when they're winning. That's why the attendance has been lower than it's ever been. The fan base has been so terrible. You go to half the games, I can hear a pin drop in there, and it echoes. Like, they don't cheer. They don't cheer for anything positive. But they'll be the first one to boo somebody as soon as they turn the ball over or they shoot a bad shot or the offense maybe might look a little stagnant for a possession or two. They're the first ones to boo and start crying and yelling in the crowd. It's It amazes me. And they're like, well, they want to get back to a powerhouse and try to be like how Kentucky is and how the Dukes are, the UNCs, the Kansas. Those games are packed and sold out regardless if they're good or not. I know I'm, I'm rambling, but a fun fact is, Everybody's going to kill me because I like Duke because I grew up in North Carolina. It's a little different. But mm-hmm. even when Duke went through their stretch when Coach K was their head coach, and I think his second to last season during the COVID year when Duke only won like 10 games and then they canceled the season halfway through because that was the same year that Jalen Johnson quit the team and then ended up getting drafted to the Hawks. Yes. Duke games were sold out every game that year, and they only won 10 games. They were 10, like 10 and 12. You have to understand that. Even from a team that's supposed to be a prestigious program, you can't quit on your team when times get tough. Let me tell you. Seeing a lot of, you've seen a lot of that lately. Here's what people don't understand, Andy. I, I played at University of Louisville. I was, won the first national championship at University of Louisville basketball, NCC, NCAA, in 1980. Louisville was mm-hmm. good before I got there. They were good in the 50s with Ty Ray. They were very good in the 60s with Wes Huntsville and Butch Beard. They've been good. They were really good when Coach Crum came, 72, Junior Bridgman. But 1980, we won the championship. 1981, we started 2-7. and seven. Wiley Brown will tell you, Scooter McCray will tell you, Rodney McCray will tell you, Roger Berkman. It was a tough time. I've told people this way before Kenny got here or we, before we hit really rough times, which we're in right now. 
that I was in the St. Matthews Mall Christmas time and people were yelling at me to get back in the gym. We had won the championship the year before. I said this eight years ago when I first came on the radio. I was telling stories. Louisville's always been a tough place. Always. Mm -hmm. They told me Christmas shopping. I said, you all are banging at Christmas. I made jokes of it early on in my shows because they were telling me to get back in the gym. And, of course, we ended up winning, I don't know, 17, 18 in a row. We turned it around. We were a good team. U.S. Reed hits a 70-footer to beat us. or We were on our way again to another Final Four. Then the following year, Anthony, we go to another Final Four. Lose to Georgetown in Houston in front of the first Superdome played game, which is one of the large arenas. 72,000 people, Michael Jordan, Kim Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing's era, Rodney McRae, Scooter McRae, Derek Smith, Wiley Brown, our group. So I know that Louisville's a tough crowd, always has been. But we're going to listen to Coach Payne's clip about what the players go through. And if I was their coach, I would tell them, to stay off social media, which I didn't have. See, it wasn't 24-7, but people have to understand, young kids live on social media now. It's different. It's just different. I lived in front of the newspaper. So did Rodney. We used to fight and run to, it used to be called Sambo's. Yes, Sambo's right next to the University of Louisville. It's like a Denny's, Anthony. It was owned by Sam Battlestone, who owned the Utah Jazz, who gave me my first pro contract. And we would eat and we would race in there trying to get the newspaper first. That was our social media. Okay. So we only got it from whatever the sports reporters wrote. Well, now it's a different era. Mm -hmm. Everybody's a sports reporter. Everybody thinks they know. Every radio station, just like mine. I mean, I've got a radio station and I give my opinion. So I'm not mad at my counterparts for their opinions because that's why they're on the radio. And people listen and want to listen. But, you know, you have to have some aspect of the truth with this. So we're going to listen to Coach Payne first about the negativity and how he's helping his team deal with it after the great Georgia Tech win. When they did talk about the fan base rallied behind them. They come from behind, and everyone tells me it was the gym of old, what they remembered the University of Louisville fans being like. So Matt plays the video for us, please, the audio. You can Kenny see Payne. progress in this team. Uh, Kenny, towards the end of that game, the crowd really seemed into it might be a little cliche to say that, you know, crowds impact on a game, but when it goes that long without hearing a crowd get loud like that, how much of an impact does it have when they're getting into it? I think these kids, we live in a generation where they love affirmation. Um, and so to see the crowd embrace them and, and fight through a critical time and, and take a lead and do it decisively, uh, and the fans all supported them and cheered for them and it was loud in there, I think they need to hear that. Um, to be honest with you, um, met with a family this morning of one of the players, and they said, like, there's so much negativity. How do you deal with it? How does I get my son to deal with all this negativity from the media, from social media, from where we turn? There's all this negativity about this program. And I just tell them, you have to be like me. We come to work every day, and I focus on one thing. How do I get this team better? We win, the negativity will go away. We don't, it's going to stay there. <laughs> it's just what it is. So, Thank you, Matt. Here's what I would tell Coach Payne to reiterate to the fan base. Because people attach their anger to Coach Payne. 
still back your program, go to the games, go to the restaurants before the games, make it an atmosphere. That has nothing to do with if you fire your coach or not. You can fire your coach. This is professional sports. I hate to say it. College is professional sports. Coach Payne makes a lot of money. He has the ability and he has the responsibility to make University of Louisville relevant again. How quickly is the question, should they be relevant? I've already made the statement to everyone that we haven't won a tournament game since 2015 and Coach Payne wasn't here. People don't want to understand where the program and what the program's gone through because they do not want to. That's all there is to it. Well, you can't make them. But all you can do is put a quality product on the floor. But I do say one thing. You'd be surprised how much harder that team would play if you had 16,000 people in that stadium. I just hate to tell you that. Now, yes, I wish that their parents were Frank Eves. And my dad would have told me, I don't give a dang what anybody says. You go do your job like a Eves does his job, period. I don't care if there's a thousand people there, 72,000 or one. You go perform. You do your best. And, you know, I told you the same thing. I could care less. But that's not what we have. I got lucky. I had a good parent. They've got good parents, but they don't know what it takes. Tough times do come. Good times come makes for soft players. Don't forget that. Hard times come will make for hard players. University of Louisville will turn this thing around. And players will be tough. And they'll be able to fight through. But right now, they need the fan base. They, the players. I'm not worried about Danny Manning, Kenny Payne. I've already said that I would evaluate Coach Payne on his second year. I already said that I wasn't going to put the first year on him whatsoever. But the second season, I had to see improvement. I had to see a plan, a game plan. I didn't say I had to see wins. Well, I'm starting to see that, you all. No matter what anybody wants to say, I'm starting to see it, period, point blank. The team is scoring the ball at a rate that it hadn't scored in Louisville in the last nine years. No, they don't play any defense yet. Defense is the last thing to come. Look at the University of Kentucky. They're exciting to watch, but they play no defense. Doesn't mean they can't. But when you start to score the ball, guys, you will start to collect wins. So negativity. The press, that's our job. That's going to happen. Coach Payne's done a good job of blocking it out. The player, He needs to tell his players, stay off social media. Don't turn on the talk shows. Listen to music stations and improve their game and play hard. And they've been doing that. And if they play hard and do it with a pure heart, wins will come. But the wins, University of Louisville come last, not first. And that's what people don't understand. 738, when we come back, We'll talk about those wildcats. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Three games. God, it, it had been since the 60s since they lost three at Rupp Arena. We've got to ask what's going on with them. I got Ant Ease on the line with me at 738. It's Sports Radio. Phone number is 502-571-7900. Talk to you in a minute. 
Welcome back to Eve Sports Radio. Got Anthony Eves on with me. Rudy, Ant Man. Got all kind of nicknames. Got Matt behind the glass. Phone number is 502-571-7900. University of Kentucky has lost three games in a row at home. Hasn't happened in my goodness. Almost forever. Annie, in your opinion, watching Kentucky, exciting to watch. I mean, they scored the ball. Um, they scored 82 points without Trey Mitchell, one of their leading scorers, one of their veteran players. They still put points on the board. Kentucky's problem is they've had a hard time defending anyone. Like someone would call mm-hmm. in and say, couldn't guard a garbage can standing still full of trash. What do you think Kentucky has to do to turn this around? <laughs> they got to do it amazes me, honestly, the amount of points they give up in the paint with three seven-footers. That, that's still a little astonishing to me. If you look at their last three losses, when they lost against Florida, Tennessee, and Gonzaga, they're averaging a total of 95 points a game per loss. Mm-hmm. I think that is the highest in a three-game stretch in college basketball right now. Oh, they lost, maybe they ever. Lost, they, lost, they lost at home of Florida, gave up 94 they lost at home to Tennessee three days later, gave up 103. They lost to Gonzaga and gave up 89. Like, you can't beat a team when you're giving up an average of 94 to 95 points in your losses, especially these are against teams that are probably most likely going to make a deep run of the tournament. This is showing some of Kentucky's DNA. Like, yes, they're still, even in their losses, they're still averaging 90 points a game, which is still astonishing, but you got to be able to defend a lick. The teams that win the championship just don't ever outscore people. Even in UK's previous runs with other good teams, a 39 and one team, the teams mm-hmm. when they had Anthony Davis, Willie the Stein, Jamal Murray's, with the Stein, they, the whole team. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've they've had players and they've had teams that have had amazing upside. There's like UK and the NBA people go to UK because Coach Cal develops the best NBA players, and that is facts. Does he develop the best college teams? No. He has not Alex. always developed the best college team defensively, Garden. But if you want to go to the NBA and be an all-star and get a max contract, Coach Cal is the guy that will get you there better than any other coach in college basketball right now, and that's a statistical fact. He's better, he's right. better but, than Coach K. Kentucky fans better than, are upset with that. They want championships, Anthony. They're not worried about what happens with the 76ers and Maxie's playing so well and all the guys. They want championships. They ain't worried they about do, the NBA draft. It's, it's tough because you got to understand – the players' perspective of that too. People, the players are going to UK. If they win a championship, it's a bonus. If they don't win, they're like, "Screw! It, I'm gonna be a lottery pick and make 15 million dollars my first year." A lot of these kids, some of them come from privileged families, some of them come from nothing. They're going there strictly because of money purposes. The NIL money is the best. The coaching True. is the best for the NBA level, which is what they really care about. At the end of the day, it sounds it sounds crazy and it sounds wild, but they could probably care less if they really want to not deep down inside. They you think, but you, understand, so you think young kids today, Anthony, you think young kids today are really not worried about making a deep run in the NCAA tournament. They're choosing schools on how quickly they can get to the NBA and which one is the oh, best to elevate them. A lot of people, and then the biggest thing now is the transfer portal is people don't go where I have the best chance to go to the NBA. They be where, where can I make the most money in college? Fun fact. Hunter Dickinson left Michigan where he was still going to be a first-round pick. He's a seven-footer who's versatile with skill. He went to go to Kansas because Kansas offers him more money, and he still has potential to go to the NBA and win a championship. The same thing goes for Armando Baycott at UNC. He's been at UNC for almost six seasons. And people are like, he was a player of the year. Player of the year 
led, it, led, led college basketball and rebounding like top 10 in points. He comes back every year because the NIL's money is so good and his money in the NBA is not guaranteed. The NBA exactly. is a different exactly. level exactly. is a different level of good. And no, I can't even say that I didn't play in the league, but I played against NBA players. Their skill level isn't even close. It's a night and day for a lot of them. They'd be like, oh, I was I averaged almost 20 points a game in high school. Players I play against like Ben Simmich averaged 35. Right. That's a You're big sure difference. Big difference. And then, the, and then the same thing even the same thing even for Oscar Sheway. Oscar Sheway came back after winning player of the year because of NIL. No, I agree. And that's the good thing about it. Name mentioned likeness, Anthony. I'm glad that young people can choose to stay in college, further their education, and get paid. I have no problem with that. I really oh, don't. Sure. The administration has made billions. But the issue at Kentucky now is that youth, let me tell Kentucky fans, youth does not like to defend. It never has. That's the last thing youth wants to do is break down and guard someone. And that's the problem Kentucky's having. They've got great talent. They can score the ball abundantly quickly at multiple positions with multiple players. But youth doesn't like to defend and youth does not like to get physical. At all. And Kentucky gave up 18 offensive rebounds against Gonzaga. When you lose a game, Kentucky fans, and you shoot 45, almost 46% from the two, 35% from the three, and 82% from the free throw line, and you lose, is because your bodies, your players don't want to bang bodies. There is an element in college basketball that is physical that Kentucky's young players have been running away from, not running to. And the only way Kentucky's going to turn this thing around tonight, uh, I think they've got Ole Miss tonight. At home. Yeah, they do like the an road. old mission on 9 o'clock. Not going to be an easy game. A lot of people, oh, we'll turn it around on Ole Miss. Uh, not necessarily. Ole Miss is a quality team. team Ole Miss old right old now in the conference is 5-5. Five and five. Kentucky 6-4. and four. Ole Miss is not going to be an easy win. Kentucky's going to have to beat no, them. No, no. They're going to have to defend them to win. I'd like to see Anthony, before I judge the Cats, I'd like to see them healthy one time. I'd like to see them healthy for a two-week period and see what the mm-hmm. team looked like after that and to see if they yeah. still have these issues. Now, you're right. And I still They've think that their defense is soft. They're big people that are soft, Andy. Savonimir soft. <laughs> Bradshaw's soft. They're just soft. Well, I'm not. Onyensu's not soft. Onyensu's playing better and improving. But the other two he are is. soft. They don't want physical contact. I don't, I don't think Bradshaw is soft. He just has a very small frame. SEC has some of the most physical bigs in college basketball. means the same thing, and he means he's soft. Exactly. He doesn't have the size of the stature to withstand the body banging. He doesn't. All I can remember is him falling on the floor, grabbing the Gonzaga player as he's going down, and the Gonzaga player just holding on to the ball, getting ready to put it back in. But at this time, he doesn't. He needs to get in the weight room. He needs to stay in college. He doesn't need to work, chase that pro money. He'll be a very good player oh, no. if he does that. But I still do want to see Kentucky uh, fully loaded. So yeah, let's get to our last break at 7.50. When we come back, we're going to talk to you about some things I haven't been able to get out lately. Esports Radio, we'll talk to you in a minute. Welcome back to Esports Radio. It's Tuesday, fantastic day outside. 753. Andy, where do you want to go at the end of the show? We got to end this thing up. Wrap it up. Strong. All right. So I think our last topic of the day is we're going to get into the waste management open. 
Um, for those who don't know, the Waste Management Open is one of the one of the big major golfing tournament events that goes on out in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, the topic is is Zach Johnson and Billy Horschel. Now, these are two premier golfers that have been on the tour for over two decades, mm-hmm. complaining about them being overbearing with the fans in the atmosphere at the Waste Management Open. Um, for those who don't know as well, the Waste Management Open is one of the, I would say it's the party tournament of the PGA Tour. It's a lot like Live Golf. People go to the waste management because of the atmosphere. Um, they go for the excitement, the music, the drink, <laughs> the drink. It's, it is, it is. It's, it's a, it's a pretty much, it's a, it's a football tailgate on a golf course. Um, and it showed a video, an altercation of Zach Johnson having altercation, cursing out a fan, you know, for selling to try, but pretty much better luck next, better luck next year because he did play well in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And he kind of got a little flustered and got a little bit out of character, I think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And should have never said anything to the fan in the first place. And then Johnson added that the tournament has been inappropriate and crossed the line since I've been on the tour. And this is my 21st year. Then he pointed out that he, along with the rest of the field, chooses to play in the tournament. So exactly. during that statement alone, I feel that he kind of contradicted himself. You're going to argue for a fan that's out there that's probably a little intoxicated and maybe, maybe have one too many to drink. But you gotta understand that is the tournament you're signing up for, and it's not. And it's not required. Here's the deal. Hold up, boy. Here's the deal. Golfers are supposed to be etiquette. You know, Bobby Jones, the Masters, hush, quiet, no talking, concentration, until Live Golf came, and we saw half the tour that they wanted took the money. It's a party atmosphere. Music's playing. People are screaming. I don't watch it. I don't, but I know what it's about. And the scores have been the same. And they've come and played in the PGA because, of course, of the injunction, and they still have played well. People that went to live still play well when they come to the PGA. Bottom line is you can play golf with people talking. You can play golf. You can hit a golf ball with people yelling. You can hit a putt with people yelling, just like you can hit a free throw. It's no difference. But they've built this etiquette thing around golf to where everybody has said, oh, yes, it's a gentleman's sport. It shouldn't be until the money came. When that guaranteed money came with live, uh, those players aren't worried about anything. And I've seen players that are on the live tour today that have yelled at fans five years ago about making noise. But when they got that guaranteed money in their pocket, all of a sudden the fans are fine. Golf's a funny sport, Anthony, but it's changing in front of our eyes. Everybody just has to know it. Tiger Woods will be playing this weekend in the Genesis Classic. Everybody knows that's my favorite golfer. No, he's not going to win any more majors. That's over, period, point blank. But he's still my favorite golfer. But golf is changing in front of our eyes, the dynamic of golf, how they're playing the game, how they're presenting the game to the public. Golf was dying there for a while. Takes too long to play. It's too expensive. There were a lot of negatives to golf that they're trying to change. And I guarantee you, That'll be one of them. The players just need to play. Nobody touched them. They'll be all right. Because you hit a bad ball wasn't the fans' fault. It's because you hit a bad ball. My opinion. Esports Radio, unless you're at the Masters. And I want you to be quiet then when Tiger's trying to win the next one. I should be a hypocrite also. Great job, Matt. Great job, Anthony. God willing, I'll be back with you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.